0: I'm your host, AJ Andrews of JaysFromTheCouch.com, and I swear, I am more excited about the Blue Jays than my voice is letting on. Um, as some of y'all know, I continue to battle um, with some negative things that have been going on lately in my head, and I want to thank everyone who reached out tonight and offered such kind words as I've been going through this. It's been really difficult, but I'm I'm trying, I'm trying not to let everything get back to me and just plunge me into a place I don't need to be. And again, I I just want to thank y'all for being there and helping me push through cuz I mean There's a lot of happy in Blue Jays Nation lately. I mean, even with today's loss against the Rangers, that prevented Toronto from just sweeping them out because that would have been too much. That had to give Texas a pity win. But this was a fun series. And... You can say that about the last few Blue Jays series, which is something you could not say back in the dark times of Socrates Brito. So I'm going to take these next two episodes and just talk about everything from the Texas series. Um, Thursday, I'm planning on just kind of an overview of this last month for the Blue Jays and, again, that contest that I told you about that I'm planning on running. We will we will get that off the ground then and then of course Fan Friday. So there is a plan and we will do our best to stick to it because y'all deserve it. And I'm going to do my best. So here we go. Um this first episode is going to focus more on the batters. I guess. And then we'll talk about the pitching in the second one. Um, This one's going to come out immediately. Pitching one's going to come out tomorrow morning, more than likely. Just because I I don't want to drown y'all in just back-to-back Ranger stuff. So, um, Let's talk about the hitting, because obviously the hitting was on full display in that first game uh, against Texas, where... (laughs) The Blue Jays just went off for 21 hits. Season-high 19 runs in the series opener, which was just an absolute parade. Everyone got a hit. Um, Only one player didn't score. Ironically enough, Kevin Biggio. Only two players didn't get RBIs, Teoscar and Derek Fisher. It was just... A, a wonderful cavalcade of offense for the Blue Jays, just just chasing pitcher after pitcher. Adrian Sampson came in. He threw a complete game earlier this season against Oakland. The Blue Jays chased him because he couldn't get a single out in the fourth inning. And, you know, eventually they torched Jeff Mathis too because Jeff Mathis tried to be Russell Martin and he cannot do it. So it was it was just a fun game to actually get to follow along with. And you know, every everyone's gonna focus on Bo Bichette, obviously. He had a four for six game in that one. Bo had, mm, had a had a bit of a rough series after that, but obviously the four for six game kind of sticks out in people's minds. Um the Brandon Drury Grand Slam <laughs> going uh, picking up five RBIs in that game. Randall Gritchuk continuing his torrid uh, post-All-Star break performance. And I, I do want to touch on that right quickly before I get to the main person I wanted to talk about with that offense. Um, Randall Grichuk is doing exactly what people expected now. He's leading this team in home runs uh, with 22. Um, his batting average has climbed back up to above 240, which is now third in the regular rotation behind the super rookies, Beau Bichette and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And that's what the Blue Jays paid for when they gave Randall Grichuk that five-year deal. They paid him to be a guy who can help give some manner of protection to these players and let them have a veteran influence who kind of still fit in their window, I guess. But um, it, it was a little hard to see that. And I know there are people on Twitter, um, specifically Everything Grinch, who is just so happy <laughs> to see Randall have this kind of turnaround. And I know they aren't the only one because a lot of Blue Jays fans need to see that as as the one big Uh, financial investment that this front office made this season they needed to see Randall start performing like that and he has and that kind of brings me to my main point because not only did Gritchuk need to start performing which he is um I think the bigger story from an offensive standpoint in this Texas series was was actually the performance of Danny Jansen because he went three for five in that shellacking that that absolute bautisting that the Blue Jays laid on the Rangers. But he also followed it up with a 2-for-4 day in today's loss. So that gives him a 5-for-9 series. His batting average has risen up to 216. And again, for someone who there was a lot of hand-wringing about earlier in the season, to see Danny Jansen start to get a little more luck on these on these balls in play, to see that hard contact start to come through and actually result in hits and runs and RBIs, that does a lot to put minds at ease, especially considering Reese McGuire came in and, you know, it's been hitting pretty well for Reese McGuire. You know, you start to look at him and you think, oh, maybe he's the guy. But if you look at Danny's last uh two weeks of baseball. He's batting 296 with three home runs. And he's he's getting a, those extra base hits that a lot of people figured he would be capable of. Half his hits in that time sprain have gone for extra bases. And he, he still hasn't really gotten the um the Babip spike that a lot of people uh expected. He's still um, only hitting 263 uh, on batting average balls in play in that stretch. So there's still room for Danny to go up and continue improving. Um, ag- again, the the first two months of the year were, were very tough to watch. And it, it was very difficult to actually see Danny go through that. But the fact he was able... To pull for it and, and start building up the way he has. Again, just gives Blue Jays fans a lot more faith for the future. And um, We're going to continue talking about the offense right after this break. But just a reminder that this episode of Locked on Blue Jays is brought to you by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is the number one recommended chewable pill that has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis to give you the performance boost that you need. Um, It's very discreet. It mails directly to your door. So you don't have to go to the post uh, or well, you may have to go to the post office. (laughs) There's that stamps.com read coming in. Um, But You don't have to go to the doctor to get a note. You don't have to go to the pharmacy to, you know, stand in line and get the side eye from old ladies who are buying bags of cat food when they don't have cats. It just saves all the awkwardness associated with with purchasing that kind of product. And, you know, um, it's chewable, so it works twice as fast. one of those regular pills and it'll give you the boost that you need when you need it and right now if you go to bluechew.com you can actually enter in the code locked on to try it for free you just got to pay the shipping and again that comes right to your door in a discreet package so you don't even have to worry about it so again that's bluechew.com, promo code locked on. You get to try it for free. It's a better, cheaper, faster alternative. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, we are back. So. Just continuing the trend of talking about batters in this Blue G series, I wanted to quickly touch on one member from Texas who um, was repeatedly in the middle of the action, the series, and of course, talking about the purveyor of smells, Rugnet Odor, who... You know, was up to his old tricks when it came to the Blue Jays. He hit a home run late in that blowout. Team was down by 13 runs at the time, and he just trotted around the field, taking his sweet time. Like, seriously, you hadn't been able to do anything against Brock Stewart the entire time, and now you're going to pimp out. All right, sure. You do that, Ned. You know, you, you walk around with that treasure trail you got going on and want to show off to the world for some reason. Anyway, the Blue Jays fans rightly, rightfully booed him, and they continued to boo him, and they continued to cheer when he didn't manage to do something properly. And sh- shockingly, they had a lot, lot of opportunities to do that. Because Rugnet Odor was actually pretty damn terrible when you you look at it. Um, He was 2 for 12 in the series, so 167 batting average. That home run accounted for the only run he scored, the only run he drove in. He struck out five times and left Toronto with a batting average of 204. And probably will not be a part of Texas's future very soon. And you know, it got to the point where I almost felt sorry for him that he had to take that joy. He he had to revel in that one moment of success that he had in that entire series and had to milk that for all it was worth because I think he actually knows. How rare that is for him. Sure. He has 21 home runs this year. That's great. Ask Chris Carter what happens to guys with terrible batting averages and propensities for striking out. And you get a one-class ticket, one-way ticket, first class to the Mexican League, where you can battle Chris Carter for the home run crown and a strikeout crown. And, it, it just, I, I almost pitied him near the end there, especially in, in today's game where Texas actually wins, and he did absolutely nothing to contribute to that victory. Oh, we forgot the errors that he had in Tuesday's game, which, again, just congratulations for For managing to pull that off. Not even valuable defensively. His ninth error of the season. Which he followed up with his tenth error today. And again, you see a guy who's on his last legs and just grasping for whatever glory he can get. And you know what? the Blue Jays fans kind of gave it to him because they let him relive those glory days with the booze raining down on him when when people remember what he did to Jose Bautista. And yeah, he deserves it because he is not a very good person. He is an agitator. He, he is the guy who gives Brian McCann nightmares in his sleep. So I... I see Odor doing that, and then I see his performance in the the whole of the series, and I see a guy who's just trying to enjoy it for all he can, because it's not going to last much longer at this rate. And I, I know the Blue Jays fans still love to rain the booze down on Odor and love to just absolutely hate him. With a passion that they don't reserve for many individual players in baseball. They boo the Yankees. We boo the Red Sox. Boo the Rangers because they're the Rangers. But all this animosity specifically reserved for Rugnetto Dor is something that I don't think we are going to see until, you know, the Blue Jays do get good again and maybe, like, a pitcher will throw at Vlad Jr., which would be very foolish. But, you know, it is the MLB. It could actually happen. But, yeah, I, I just... I don't have the hate for him that I once did anymore. Do I take joy in seeing him suck? Sure. Sure, I take joy in it. But it's, it's not with the same amount of hatred that I did when, you know... He was at his peak and just, tr- uh, you know, trying to be antagonistic in ways that didn't just come across as sad. So, that's where I am with Rugnet Dor and everything he did in the series. Congratulations, it was probably your last trip to Toronto as a member of the Rangers, so hope you enjoyed it. I know the fans did especially the over eight streak that you went on to end that series. Anyway, that will bring us to the end of this episode of the podcast made it through um, with all y'all's help. So thank you for that. Just a reminder. If you're not already following me on Twitter, you can do so at a underscore J underscore Andrews at, at Twitter, I guess. Um, the underscores are in there because Twitter is stupid. Follow the podcast at LockedOnJays on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Subscribe on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Himalaya, wherever you get podcasts. Feel free to subscribe and, you know, just keep showing that support that y'all do. And I still get a little overwhelmed sometimes. So Thank you all for that, for continuing to support this podcast. And, yeah, for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at com. I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. And y'all take care.